Welcome to Bow Talks, a podcast by Banking on Women, which is a student society at the University of Melbourne. We are dedicated to empowering, educating and encouraging our members in the financial and professional services industries. Bo would like to respectfully acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulon Nations, who are the traditional custodians of this land, on which we will be recording this podcast on. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. Um, this week we've got an interesting one for you guys. Um, it's on going on exchange during your university um, time and we've got three of our board committee members with us who's been on exchange during this year, yeah. And I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, Idy, Jonathan. Hi, I'm Idy. Um, last semester I went on exchange to Copenhagen um, and... I did a semester exchange, so it was a great time, and I'm happy to be back. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Hi, I'm Atulia, and I just came back from a summer exchange at the London School of Economics, and yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Shitakshi. I just went on exchange over the summer as well, so I did two weeks at Cambridge, where I studied international business as my subject. Perfect. Sounds interesting and exciting, so let's dig into it um so there's this thing about exchange that lots of people are interested in it but it's just a few who actually makes it happen logistically and yeah in real life so uh, what was the main drive for you guys to go on exchange um honestly i feel like i needed a bit of break uh, from university <laughs> and especially in commerce it's kind of like a rat race at times yeah. so i wanted to take a braver and go overseas and do a bit of traveling as well so that's probably what prompted me to go to Europe um yeah um for me I've always wanted to do exchange before I came to uni but uh because I like came to uni during COVID I never thought it was like a possibility um and I didn't want to do a six-month exchange because that was very long. So I'd like to get like a little taster of going to Europe. So I thought uh, like a short-term LSE exchange would be fun. So that's why. Nice. So mine's a little bit different to what uh, Idi Atulia said. I was lucky enough to go on exchange in high school. And I did two weeks in the US at the time. And those two weeks were probably the highlight of my high school experience. Like I absolutely loved it. Um, the whole thing was just incredible. And so I came into uni with a very strong intention of knowing I have to do exchange. I love traveling, obviously, as much as the next person. And um, I don't know, the opportunity to travel and work globally is a big, uh, important aspect in my life. So exchange just kind of fit into it. And two weeks was the ideal time for me as well. So that's why I did Cambridge. So I was wondering how our different like process of applications were like how what was your journey like and I can touch on how I applied because mine was an external application it wasn't through the University of Melbourne right I think the semester exchange process is quite long um you have to apply I think half a year prior yeah semester forward and you have to gather all your documents um and then submit that overseas and uh get a visa and I yeah so it took quite a while the whole process but there's like a pretty good map um like a mind map listed yeah. on the university website so it was quite like a clear process as well nice. um mine was a little different because it was short-term exchange so I only had to do it 
I guess, at the start of the year, even though I went in, like, in the winter break for us. Um, ours was pretty simple, but it was kind of like a... A lot of people go to LSC summer school, so you kind of have to get in early for accommodation and certain, like, other aspects about it, which is, like, I think accommodation is probably the hardest part yeah. when you're going overseas. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember waiting at, like, 1 a.m. Oh, my God. So you have to, like, wait online. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it was so competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, at the, our first choice for accommodation, because I went with another BOE member, was um, taken, like, taken. So oh, we wow. had to, like, go to a different accommodation and... Uh, we got in quite early so we went we applied in jan mm-hmm. which is quite early so we were lucky enough to get the accommodation we wanted um but saying that though our application process was pretty simple you apply to lse separately externally okay. and then you just apply through the UniMail website because you need to get your credits um transferred okay so cool yeah Cool. Mine was, yeah, a little bit different. I So I heard about it from a friend. Weirdly enough, the same friend I met in high school, in, in my high school exchange at Yale. So she lives up in Sydney. So she told me about, she was like, we were just chatting, catching up. And she told me about she's applying now in uni to go to Cambridge. And I was like, why not? Let's do it together. And this was before um, LSE applications were out, I believe. So because I, I had full intention to do that. And then I applied for Cambridge with her. They asked for transcript, personal statement, essay kind of thing. And like resume cover letter, st- like standard details so um that was my process and yeah was lucky enough to get it before the LAC applications came out so I just went with it and um, I'm glad I did <laughs> yeah right probably on to the most interesting question of the episode what made you guys select your location to go on exchange mm. I think for semester exchange you get like three preferences oh. so I feel like it's almost like a lucky draw <laughs> and I just got selected Copenhagen um, but what made me put down Copenhagen was because the culture is like completely different from that of Australia yeah. and I really wanted I always wanted a culture shock <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah. enough yeah, yeah, experience like, like yeah. the complete opposite um, yeah and I'm glad I chose Copenhagen yeah um, for me I've never been to Europe in my entire life and I thought London's a good spot to have a similar experience to Australia in the sense it's safe it's um like easy to access mm-hmm. the rest of Europe from there and so and like they speak the same language which was like yeah. kind of important I was like <laughs> I don't know how I feel about yeah. Yeah. trying to navigate something <laughs> in a different language <laughs> while I'm studying like it's yeah. fine enough when I'm traveling but while I'm studying I was like maybe in English would be nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I was like yeah London I was like I wanted to go to Europe and I thought this would be a good way to start my solo traveling kind <laughs> oh, of oh yeah. yeah I'm excited to hear more stories about that um (laughs) mine was so I went to the US already like I mentioned so I definitely didn't want to go again (laughs) um I was like one and done there um and so was very keen on the UK and then was just exploring was open to everything in the UK and like I said Cambridge just happened first and I thought it was a good first option to end up with so I just stuck to it yeah nice um obviously I do mentioned regarding a culture shock we're probably go a little deeper into it um any specific stories interesting oh. ones that you remember <laughs> i'm excited to hear the yeah, yeah go for it <laughs> i remember first week of uni we had like an introduction presentation and okay. they pulled out like 
slides on how to date Danish people. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, As part of uni? Yeah. <laughs> because they knew that the exchange students, like, the culture would have been so different and they would have probably struggled to navigate it themselves. So, I, I think it was like, Danish people are very cold, so you yeah. have to make an effort to approach them. They probably won't take the initiative because they're right. quite comfortable in their own <laughs> little circles. Already. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think the, the gender roles were quite balanced as well. Oh, so okay, that's like, good. Don't expect the oh. guy to pay for your meal oh. at all. Oh. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> So mm. you couldn't get a free meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've been it's just like bumped so many points <laughs> down on my list. <laughs> I actually lived in a dorm with Danish people. Mm. Okay. Um, I think it was actually a struggle at first because we were also very far from the university campus. So oh, yeah. I felt a bit isolated from mm. the exchange cohort. Um, but it was nice because I got a kind of like a authentic experience mm. of the Danish culture. But yeah, it was hard to make friends. I can imagine, exactly. at the start especially. Yeah. Yeah. Did they speak English? They spoke fluent English. Okay, oh, yeah. good. Yeah. They would always for revert back to like, Danish. Danish. Yeah, I was like, like, oh my god, I can't understand. Yeah, um, yeah how no. about you guys? Probably not as much as I did, but... Definitely not. So... Tula can speak more to this, but London, you hear a lot about Melbourne culture being quite similar to London yeah. culture. It's not that much of a culture shock. But the main thing for me was because I was in Cambridge and I was obviously doing international summer school program, our, I didn't actually get to meet very many people from the UK, like yeah. from London. Mm-hmm. I was surrounded by Americans for the most part and people from like pretty much all over the world honestly mm. but um yeah so I didn't I, I went into it expecting to hear a lot of like British accents and I really didn't hear that many when I went over I was ex- fully expecting I'm yeah. like I'm gonna come back with a posh accent exactly <laughs> exactly I'm ready to you know be like Tom Holland I was gonna say everyone was like it was like a small like cohort of Americans and that's yeah. who you spent time with. Exactly. So I just started saying like instead of saying water, I said yeah. water. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But I, I feel that. <laughs> I just I genuinely thought because it was a summer school, it's mainly international people. So yeah. you don't get to experience like London culture as much. It's mainly yeah. like I think yeah. Shatakshi and I had very similar, similar. Yeah. mainly Americans. Um mm. which was it was really cool to see Americans outside of the <laughs> outside yeah. of America. But, oh, yeah. Um, no, yeah. but I, I, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit slightly, slightly upset that I didn't meet, meet mm. more London people. But, I yeah. agree. But it, um, yeah. overall, it was really interesting because in Australia, I feel like Americans are hard to meet. Oh, I yeah. For many. sure. For so sure. It was yeah, very odd to be surrounded by that many yeah. Americans. Americans, well. yeah. I would, mm. I would say on that note, like, you get to get a bit of a taste of every different yeah. You do. You do. Yeah. That's such a good like, point. Two yeah. of my closest friends on exchange, they were from China. Oh. So, Okay, but I'm Chinese. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like a culture shock, but yeah. it was really nice to experience. Yeah, friends like international friends as well. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. I was gonna say we had like a small group of girls that became friends, and so like now we're like, oh, next time we come <laughs> exactly. to like, Europe, yeah. Yeah. we can like meet each other in Sweden <laughs> or like, sure. Belgium, and it's super like <clears throat> London's one of those cities that it's very similar to Melbourne, but culturally, the, I guess the shock in 
the it's the amount of people that's in London. I think it's a lot more busy. Yeah, and it's Very weird busy. to be somewhere that busy when you come from like the suburbs of like, oh, yeah. Melbourne. Like yeah. It, everything here, you kind of just. You'd be like on the footpath, and you have like so much space over yeah. there. It's like I'm squashed. Squashed. Yeah, and you're scared <laughs> that you're gonna get something <laughs> stolen off you. But it's a whole different uh, story. Yeah, um, yeah. That we'll was, get to that. <laughs> that, was, that was big on like. Yeah, I remember being told that. Completely different for like. For you, really? For yeah, because Copenhagen is very laid back, oh. and I just see people like chilling outside at like three p.m. Oh my god! Like, are you off from work? <laughs> yeah. At three p.m. Yeah, yeah. The work-life balance. Okay. Like, Copenhagen oh, just bumped up again. Yeah. I know yeah. it went down, but it's back. Yeah, up. it's back on. <laughs> it's back up. <laughs> um, um, cool. We'll probably get into a bit of like your classes and the studying mm-hmm. um, exposure in there. So, any differences you guys found compared to? The Australian education system. Um, who would want to start us I off? I can start. Mm. Yeah. So it was kind of completely different the way our program was structured. It was honestly just classes and lectures, but the lectures weren't actually on the classes. So you just had a two-hour. Yeah, it's weird. So we had this thing called plenary lectures, and. <clears throat> There were two you had to attend every day, um, both go for like two hours, and they're on like a range of subjects. They're on from science to history to arts to commerce, business. It covers all sorts of um, topics, and they're like mandatory lectures you kind of had to go to. Um, And then on top of that, you do your classes, your morning and evening classes in the subjects you've chosen. And those classes are in like a normal kind of lecture hall, 20, 25 people, standard right. classroom size. But yeah, it, it was weird because I signed up to study international business, but I ended up attending lectures for like, I don't know, things on like psychology and stuff, which I just was not expecting. It was yeah. a part of the program that they just have embedded in. And um, was it, it was like amazing. I, I went to yeah. some, I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to like spend two hours in this. And yeah. it ended up being like the most interesting talks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, very glad I did that. Um, that's that's probably me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I forgot to mention earlier, but I went to Copenhagen Business School. So it was oh, different yeah. in the sense that everyone there they were business mm. students yeah right. um so it, it probably just felt like the spot times 10 the classes yeah. were very a lot smaller i took derivatives and oh, yeah. there were only like 30 people in my entire cohort mm-hmm. oh, wow. taking derivatives mm-hmm. um and it was like class like a tutorial and a lecture like together oh, in one, two yeah. in one, yeah. And none yeah, were, I get like that. nothing was recorded online, so you actually no. had to <laughs> rock up, take notes, pay lots of attention. Yeah, um, but I think it was really good to. It was very interactive as well. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, like the nice. smaller class. Interesting. For us, we had like a three-hour lecture in the morning. Um, I did environmental economics and sustainable development. Um, it was very, it's very different. I guess in the sense it was more like economics but from I guess more of an arts perspective I think it was less mathsy I think um at Melbourne Uni economics is very maths based so it had maths in it but it was way more discussion based so it was quite more like a I would say like a philosophy class Mm. at points uh there was like discussion around like what kind of policies you wanted to implement and like how they would affect that sounds so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just, like, really interesting. It was different in the sense that uh, because a lot of people attended lectures, I think at UniMelb, yeah. it's <laughs> particularly, you can just kind of, I think 
at like lo- like when I was in London, the professors expected you to talk oh, in oh, class. Oh, like okay. they would wait for you to like actually participate in the lecture, and you still had the tutorials, which right. was like again, yeah. But I think it's because it was a smaller lecture hall and cohort was quite like yeah. mm. quite much mm. smaller. But um, yeah, I think in that sense it was a little different. But I think it's m- more and so the nature of the course as well was a bit more. I guess tailored towards a discussion based kind of environment rather than like okay. maths. Yeah. 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 And did you guys find it interesting? Any challenges you guys faced or how was it? Um, my course is quite interesting. Like I'm yeah. quite interested in environmental economics. That's the main reason why I chose the subject. I there was so much things about policy that I learned, so many things about like different types of mathematical like ways to model I guess Things, um, yeah. like mm. environmental impacts and stuff so yeah was it like intense though because it was just two weeks I mean for mm. the both of you right yeah mm. um we had two exams during our period weeks, so we had a yeah. mid-semester and end of semester so it was intense so we had a three-hour lecture and a one-hour tutorial a day and you had to attend mm. both um and it, it was like for three weeks straight so it was yeah. kind of like you didn't even get a the only breaks that you got were the weekends. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I didn't send the weekend studying, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, um, I was off in Paris and Belgium, so. Yeah. <laughs> Perks so, of being in London. Yeah, no, yeah. Perks, of, perks of being in London. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, it was quite intense, but I think that's what you kind of sign up for. Yeah. I've, I've mm. never done an intensive at UniMelb, so I wouldn't, I have nothing to compare it Com- to. Yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah. I actually weirdly enough found Cambridge to be a little bit more not as intense as I was expecting it maybe that's because I've done an intense I've done a winter intensive at UniMelb and that was like I think that was like two hours of lectures followed by like two hours of tutorial and like the tutorial was super interactive you were like constantly talking engaged it was um what was it It was business negotiations or something like that so it was an intense subject that I did and this one was I don't know maybe it was because I was away and there were so many different aspects to it and you were constantly with people with friends it somehow didn't feel as full-on um I was definitely very tired by the end of the day definitely did not get as much sleep as I would have liked at the end of the day but that was due to me doing a little bit of everything as opposed to the content being so so um heavy I probably didn't study as much as you guys throughout the semester I was probably a bit more laid back um because I, I wanted to take advantage of the fact that I was in Europe. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't... I rocked up to all my classes, but afterwards I went, like, shuffling every single weekend. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. I mean, I was looking yeah. at your stories. Incredible. Yeah. If you don't follow her, guys, you missed <laughs> out on some incredible yeah. Europe snaps. <laughs> I think that, like, yeah, everyone says that because, like, it doesn't go on your transcript. you got to take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I'd probably not do the bare minimum, but you don't have to study as hard as as hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I would have for a semester. Yeah. yeah, saying that though, like I think it depends. I mean, for intensives, you have to be on top of it. You do. Mm. Like I think if you go for a semester exchange, you could get by with not doing potentially. Yeah. To, I I don't know. I just I actually did have to study. Like I thought, I going into it, I was like, I'm not gonna study that. Yeah, much. and <laughs> then I was like. <sighs> Getting to the end of it, and I was like, oh, if I don't study, I, like, did I pay this much not yeah. to, like, 
finish yeah, yeah so I had a very similar thought as well and for us I forgot to mention earlier we didn't have I didn't have any mid sem or any, like anything in the middle of it I just had one final I essay due to at oh, the end so that helped at the, for the first week uh, a lot um gave me a lot of free time towards the second week you kind of it hits you and you're like oh okay like I have a you know <laughs> 5,000 word or how many ever it was like it ended up being like 10 pages I had to write and like sub- hit submit on and I was like when are, when are these 10 pages going to write themselves so towards yeah. the end you obviously it hits you and it gets cramped but um yeah they it's two weeks after the exchange ends is the due date so I still have those two weeks once I came back to Australia oh, which wow. is which wow. was quite generous yeah. um yeah. I didn't make the most of it, but it was quite generous. I mean, yeah. I think you didn't you go straight back into uni straight. Up? I did. Yeah, that's yeah. the other mm. thing about winter intensives. You kind of have to like navigate the fact that you're gonna miss out on a week of uni. You are, and yeah. you're gonna be playing catch up ever since you come back. So you'll have oh, a great yeah. time in Europe. But and then you come yeah. back. Uh, if you, you, but you know, exactly, you <laughs> come back real. and you hit the ground yeah. running. Yeah. And I, that's actually such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm sure we'll get to it later. But in terms of like advice and stuff, yeah. definitely plan for that mm. and plan for jet lag because don't oh. underestimate how bad it took me six days. Yes. I, and that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, that's go not, back to the work the next day, please. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did that and <sighs> it was. It was so bad, guys. <laughs> like, please learn from my mistakes. Don't sign yourself up to, like, land in on, like, a Wednesday and be like, yeah, yeah. Thursday morning I'll be there. Because it just doesn't – it's so yeah. unrealistic. Um, yeah. Detour there, but I just had to call that out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. Um, cool. So we'll speak of one of the biggest considerations students have to make when they go on um, exchange. It's obviously fixing their budget, making sure they've planned their expenses. I mean, I'm sure I would have probably, you would have had a bigger challenge because it's, I mean, six months. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to start us off and yeah, let us share your experience on how you managed it out? I think I figured out a lot of ways to save money. Mm -hmm. Um, Like with booking the flights, you've got to book everything like months in advance. Yeah. Plan that out. I think I ended up booking a few last minute flights and it was like five times the price. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Copenhagen, it's definitely an expensive city. So I didn't eat out at all. (laughs) (laughs) I probably ate out like twice during my whole exchange. Um, But I think it's important to budget while you're there and make sure that your expenses are flowing out um, at the pace that they should be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And just keep an eye on it and being aware of your purchases. Oh, yeah. 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 And I don't know, like, making sure you get good deals on flights and accommodation because those are probably the biggest expenses. Yeah. So, like, plan ahead, right? Like, before you actually go in there. Yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? Um, I think because I had a friend who had done the same course before, um, like, the year before, and that's how I knew about the LSE program in the beginning. I she told me to book ahead so me and my the roommate that we that I went with um we planned our weekend trips and like booked everything months in advance so a lot of our Eurostar tickets our like accommodation was pre-booked and it was pretty cheap um I ate out every day London's an expensive city but There was no way I was cooking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I was like, I had, I had saved up because I, as a COVID, like as I was studying through COVID, and I like saved up quite a bit, and I was yeah. like, I'm not going on a six month exchange. It's going to be my trip for the year. I'm going to spend like yeah. I allocated sure, a certain amount of money it. for yeah. it. 
um, and I like stayed within it. But I did. I I mean, when you're there, you kind of figure out where to get free food from <laughs> and where to like because. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> LSE had free lunch most nice. of the days on campus. Like you could oh. get their free lunch, or there was like someone giving out something. Someone yeah. nice. like, yeah. <laughs> someone giving out something. Things from strangers. Yeah. <laughs> but, but LSE always had like uh, small programs and like lunches right. and stuff that yeah. you kind of get. You kind of find the spots that have, like, the cheapest things. Nice. Like, that's my main recommendation. Find, like, one... Like, if you are on a budget, find, like, one sandwich shop that's, like, you know, $5. <laughs> the the budget yeah. one. Yeah. Because yeah. in London, everything was double. So, yeah. like, you'd oh, buy yeah. something. Like, wow. a, ca- a can of Coke was, like, three pounds. So, for us, it's $6, which was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, mine was quite expensive. I didn't really budget, but you know, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, like, I remember going to London and thinking that everything was so cheap. Are you serious? Because I went from Copenhagen. So, what was oh, Copenhagen yeah. like? It was like how much? Like, the groceries were so pricey. <laughs> Because oh, wow. for everything in London was like double for yeah. us. Like yeah. in, if it's three dollars, you're paying six dollars. If it's ten dollars, yeah. you're paying twenty. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. So yeah, it's no. like I know you're just doubling that. Everyone knows how to double. <laughs> yeah. But when you put it into context, you're like, oh, it's oh. just like twenty dollars. Sure, like yeah. Yeah. cute dress for twenty. It's like no, it's for forty. Yeah, like, like are you yes. really spending forty dollars? It was mainly like above forty dollars. Like. It was, like, $40 every time I yeah. went out. Yeah. Oh. No. If I decided yeah. to take, get, like, Taco Bell or something, it's, like, it's yeah. cheap. I, we lived off of Taco Bell. There was a Taco <laughs> Bell, and um, there was, like, a Popeye's or something. I had oh, Popeye's yeah. chicken for the first time. <laughs> the Americans took me there. It was very nice. Um, um, and five – oh, we've got five guys here now, but they were raving on about that as well. So, yeah, all the budget shops. The, the, um, the one other thing is for Cambridge, my cost included – accommodation, tuition fees, and a few of the meals. Oh, yeah, ours is breakfast included. Ours was breakfast and dinner included, and lunch, um, they serve, but you have to pay for it. Like, So sometimes on the days we were trying to, like, cut back on expenses, we're, like, just chill, we'd just go to the, like, student hall kind of, um, the college hall lunch and just buy from there, and that'd be, like, 10, 15 pounds because you can pick and choose, and it's pretty reasonable. Eating out always used to cross, like, 40 AUD, like you said, because 20 pounds. Also, finding fruit in a different city was, like, so difficult. Like, I don't know, water what? tastes different in London. Oh, yeah. Just the food tastes, it's not the same. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's the one thing I missed was the food in Melbourne. <laughs> the, yeah. The one thing I missed was the water. Yeah. Oh. I agree. Water, yeah. Melbourne water is superior. I am yeah. yet to go to a city and be like, I'm, I, I, this water yeah. is drinkable. Yeah. Because it's yeah. literally not. And also... I took for granted getting tap water at a restaurant. Yeah. Like, oh, I, nice. the amount of times oh, yeah. you go to a restaurant and they're like, it costs you, like, it costs you three euros to buy a yeah. glass of tap water. Yeah. Like, I got like, charged $7 for tap Denmark. water. That's what I mean. Mm. That one meal oh I had. Oh, my God. Wow. The one meal. Like, <laughs> one meal you had. <laughs> oh, my God. Seven euros. <laughs> yeah, it was $7, and I think it was, like, $70 for the meal, and it was, like, Chinese wow. Goodness. Mm. Oh, was like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure we've shared a lot of interesting stories, but is there anything else that stood out from your experience that you would, you know, wouldn't want to miss out giving out? How about at that time you went to check ID? Do you want to share it with your friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that you met the on the hi- train. One of the highlights was meeting um, a friend 
were meeting a girl on the train and then becoming friends with her. Um, it was a very, like, a chance encounter. Yeah. Um, but I think it just goes to show people are willing to open up when you are, too. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was... So- you just met someone on the train and became friends with them. And yeah, then, yeah. I, just, I started talking to her. Yeah. And she was on her way from Prague back to her hometown. Yeah. And then I was on my way from Prague to Budapest. So I was, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like get off the train and um, visit your hometown and you can yeah. show around. Oh and my gosh! Like, yeah, you can do that. So. I, I don't know. know about this. That's yeah, incredible. That's, 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 that's so cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, wow. I felt like I was in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of special memories and stuff, like special moments you share with friends. Yeah. And it's like at the most like random things. It's like just at a lunch you're having, but it's like, you know, jokes and stuff you remember forever. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, this year was um, Cambridge's... 100th like anniversary of doing their international summer school program so they had a little celebration each week um so week one it was a little garden party they had scones for us and like tea and like like it it was like a fancy little like gazebo and you could sit outside and the weather was beautiful and so they had like a celebration like that and then they had a more formal one in the second week at um mattingly hall which is their like it's like the old historic cool building in Cambridge that everyone like you know raves on about yeah. our, our lecturer on the first day he's like have you guys been to Mattingly Hall yet yeah. <laughs> you haven't you surely will because that's yeah. like a sight to see so um they took us there it was like a bus ride away and there was a theme um that everyone had to dress up in 20s like 1920s attire oh, wow. um, did you bring 1920s attire yeah I had bought you? My birthday dress, because I'd gone for my birthday to Europe before my exchange, right? So I just, I reused, recycled, and rewore it (laughs) with a different hairstyle (laughs) and made it work and we went like we went party shopping we found like feather boas from like the local party store and just did our hair especially you know and makeup um and went there and that was like a big like event kind of thing they had like live music like violinists and stuff it was it was very special very british very exactly yeah very cool Um, I think for me, I mean, all of it was really new and exciting. Um, the most exciting part was hopping on the Eurostar. I know that sounds weird, but I just, I, I just couldn't believe that you could get from London to another city in two hours, like on a train. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, no, but I think my highlight was just going to like Paris and Belgium and like just kind of like that. I did that on the weekends and like having to just see London and just like the places and yeah. all the new p- friends I made was really yeah yeah I yeah just making so, yeah, so many friends as well. yeah are you guys all still in touch with everyone yeah, yeah, probably. I yeah. Get, like I got a text this morning from NYC getting like pictures from like, yeah New York City because I sent a kangaroo like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait guys can we touch on the the Australian stereotypes <laughs> oh. oh my god there's with they go on and on and on about it they're like so do you do you take the kangaroo to uni <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, so you guys lost a war to emus, was it? Like, where do you even come from? <laughs> I th- this was my whole two weeks. This was me just like standing up for the country yeah. and being like, guys, there's no. more to it. Mm. It's not just spiders and snakes and yeah. sharks. Did anyone do the oh no clear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no people were recording me. Oh, saying, oh, like, for real? oh no clear. I got like, isn't uh, that funny? I didn't get. 
that. Yeah. Like, I did get Lucky a lot you. of the spiders and say, like, yeah. when oh, yeah. I told people, like, we go camping, they're like, what, what why? Don't you guys have spiders and stuff? Oh, oh like, in the home. Why? Like, okay, yeah, but we're not, like, it's not like we live with them, like, yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I was, by the end of it, I was so sick of it. Yeah. Like, I think that's the other thing. You get drained quite a bit because at uni, like, Melb, I think it's a lot more, like, we don't really, I don't interact with as many people on a daily basis Mm. when I go to uni. Yeah. Being in London, there was so many people Hmm. and it was just, like, noise and you go to uni, you're always surrounded by people and, like, by the time, like, I finished the day, I was so ready to go to bed. No. Oh, my God. Same. I was just so drained. I I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that on a very real level. Yes. I I, I remember um, one of the guys in my dorm, he's, like, a six-foot-tall guy, super buff, and he was telling me, like, the only reason he didn't choose Australia as exchange was because he's afraid of spiders, uh, snakes. (laughs) (laughs) He was horrified by snakes, and, like, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, lots of these stories where people think you're mm. living in the bushes. Yeah, yeah, with snakes and spiders. Mm. Cool. Um, been a really, really interesting and fun talk, guys. Well, um, to wrap things up, um, any advice that you want to give to our listeners, students, considering um, going on exchange? If you have the means, definitely do it. Go like, if it. you're on the yeah. fence. Um, but, like, if you don't have the means, like, it, it's not, like, something that, you can't miss them. Like, there's, oh, yeah. Uni Melb is quite happen. a good, like, uni. Like, there's there's so many things that you can get involved here as well. But if you do have, like, the money and, like, the time to invest in, just definitely try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I like I to think of it as, like, an investment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it really broadens your kind of perspective. Um, yeah. And you don't take things as seriously or yeah. with so much, like, stress. Laid back, yeah. yeah. When you come back, um... You get to meet lots of lovely people yeah. from all around the world. Yeah. And How was post exchange blues like when oh you got back? Oh, yeah. so Heidi still has so sad. Sad. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. I feel like I'm my energy yeah. levels are like pretty low. Low. Just because I'm yeah. still like, oh hell, my back in Australia. Yeah, it's, already. I feel I'm you. still living in that like. <laughs> that yeah. I mean, the one yeah. thing that was really weird getting back to is because. I was living on campus in, like, right next to uni. Having to travel to uni. Yeah. Like, like, Um, like, it takes me long to get to Paris, but it does take me on a day. (laughs) That's the one thing they get to, but no. Yeah, yeah, I think, I just, I miss having a roommate. sometimes. But, like, overall, I just miss, like, being... Like on it was summer, right? And I missed yes. the, mm. the I mean yeah, it wasn't really warm, warm weather. Like hmm. London people say it's warm, it's like oh my, not yeah. it's not warm, yeah. but it's warmer than this. I, one thing I don't miss is the London rain. <laughs> That's, yeah. But um, I definitely echo what the two of them have said. It's oh. such an incredible experience. If you're on the fence, I would say jump and do it. Like, just, yeah. it's honestly my favorite thing I've ever done. You get exposed to so many different kinds of people. You get, you have so many interesting talks. Mm, you, yeah. like, get to explore this whole new culture. We had, like, a... We had this, like, bar in Cambridge called The Eagle, and that was, like, our go-to spot. And it was, like, it had stuff from soldiers that fought in, like, World War Two, and it was such a historic place mm. and had so much meaning to it. And, like, day in, day out, there'd be just people going there, having a good time. Like, you don't realise it, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't know, it just it's a very special time of your life. Um, yeah. 
yeah. if you can do it, I would say do it and like just go into it and say yes to every opportunity. Like yeah. it yeah. might seem crazy, but there's so many like decisions you're gonna have to make. That was one like one thing I got out of it, not from an academic level, but from a personal level, was managing like relations and managing like what I'm doing with my time because there was yeah. just so much to do. Dude, and yeah, but just such. Do not lose passport. Yeah. The entire yeah. way. I'm so proud exactly. Of exactly. <laughs> oh. um, also, yeah. one thing we didn't touch on is UniMelb does provide heaps of scholarships if you do go overseas. Right. So oh, yeah. if you are like looking to go overseas, definitely do your research in regards to scholarships and and, and learn yeah as well. yeah yeah because oh, yeah. yeah it's like really useful because i think a lot of people don't know about them and it's mm. really important if you are thinking of an exchange that you do utilize all of the funds that UniMelb mm. does provide you 100 percent, 100 percent. nice cool surely you guys have convinced me um, <laughs> thanks for so where are you going like, on exchange yeah, yeah, no, next week that's you the next one yeah, yes. You can um, start planning, and that can be a bow series, right? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Part two, exchange yeah. part two. Yes, taking it on. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thanks Thank for you. coming, guys, and yeah, thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bow Talks. Please do follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Banking on Women. Thank you, everyone. Bye.